this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the Fitcast. Hello, and welcome to the Case Salk and Fonz Fitcast end of September version. It is not a Corona Cast. We have a full Fitcast today because we have a guest. Partner, how are you doing today? Well, hello, Fonz. What? This wait, is whoa, Tommy. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? K-Salk, what, what's going on? Who is this? This is not K-Salk, Fonz. This is your guest host, Tolly. Oh, we have Tolly as a new guest because we have a, or guest host, because we have a guest in K-Salk who just finished her Ironman. So we're going to bring in her in a little bit later. But uh, Tolly, buddy, thank you for being a guest host today. First of all, let me just say how honored I am that you have invited me on to be a guest host to fill in the big shoes of KSOC. I am so appreciative, and um, I'm just happy to be here. And Fonz, what have you been up to? Tell us about uh, your, uh, your stuff. So today, I, first thing I did is I went swimming in my treadmill, as, as our guests or our, our listeners know. I have my favorite swimming treadmill. Um, and then I played disc golf. Crush, I kicked some butt in disc golf today. Hey, Fonz, who did you play disc golf against? Um, I don't remember. Some losers. That's yeah. And are you sure you won? Because oh, Well, so, no. Actually, we won the second nine, but I guess overall, yeah, we lost. It was a, it was a drubbing, actually. We were down six points in the first nine holes. Yeah, I kind of heard that because I was there playing with you, so... <laughs> Uh, we, 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 uh, for the listeners, we split into two teams of three. Fonz and I were on opposite teams, and this, needless to say, that Team Tolly, well, sort of dominated the day. Um, so, well, all, right, so, all right, so when you said Team Tolly dominated the day, uh, I'm going to disagree. So, yes, you definitely won, but can I tell you what dominated the day? I bet you can guess. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes dominated the day. It was brutal out there. I bet I got more exercise dancing around and dodging mosquitoes and swatting at mosquitoes <laughs> than I did for the entire whatever two-ish mile walk and throwing discs. It, it was, was ridiculous. If anybody, wants, if anybody wants to get really fit, go out to Circle C Disc Golf Course in Austin and just keep mosquitoes off of you and you will lose right. 10 pounds easily. Don't, don't put any, don't put any uh, bug spray on. Just go into the woods and just start swatting. And That's right. <laughs> yep. That's about, yeah. it was bad. It was really bad. Well, her, That's all right. her, her tropical storm beta came through and dumped us several inches of rain on us and then cleared out. And now it's like wet dirt and grass and puddles and woods. And uh, there was no sun and very little wind today. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a brutal, Brutal day, but fun nonetheless. I've been playing quite a bit. Zucker Park we played a few times. That is open again for disc golf. What would you say, Fonz, is your uh, current main form of uh, fitness these days? Swimming, definitely. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, yep, I'm still swimming most days, uh, running. I have my new TRX bands. In fact, Tolly, you'll see you are right behind you or right in front of you actually you can see my trx bands hanging there the TRX yes i do see them there i sure are. do so uh our, our guests have heard me talk about my uh new fitness equipment accessories and uh yeah my little ab roller thing and my trx bands i did a it was funny my neighbor lala that we've mentioned before i did a full trx workout the other day like at 5 30 in the morning and uh i saw her yesterday she's like i heard a lot of grunting coming from your backyard <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, yep, that's it. So uh, I told her to try them out today. She let my dog out today, and uh, I didn't check. She said she was going to try out the TRX band. So hopefully uh, she got a good workout. And uh, how are all your kids, meaning Frankie, Anigo Montoya, and Katniss? Anigo's good. Kittiness, uh, she's a little chubby, as, as, as am I. <laughs> and uh, Frankie deals good. She's uh, getting stubborn, but uh, we love her nonetheless. So, so that is good. How are things over at Live Love Paddle? Uh, we're doing good. We have still kept up our social distancing and our, um, our constant strive to make every sure everybody's doing the mask thing and keeping their, uh, just, just keeping people away from each other as best we can. But we've also, uh, we're still in four days a week. We're still um, renting kayaks and doing our thing. And so we were, we've been able to stay open just by following strict procedures to, to make sure we, uh, you know, obey all the, the rules that COVID's going, that's going on right now. Have you done um, any adventure paddling or, or anything like that lately? No, not since not since the whole world ended. Yeah. However, I do I do have a I do have a, my now unlike your normal partner in crime, um, I am not a marathoner or a triathlon athlete or an avid biker or whatever. So my exercise involves disc golf, which I like a lot. Walking my dog Oliver, who is 16 years old. 120 and people years and we go on lots of walks together and I have tricked out my bike now don't get me wrong I don't have a road bike or a mountain bike or anything of the kind I have a beach cruiser bike and I have outfitted it with new tires all right a phone holder and oh, most importantly handy. a beer holder oh and so I can cruise I around that the other day. Oh, yep knock it right in there and so I have been doing more bike riding and I don't want to be too morbid, but once my uh, beloved friend Oliver, once he uh, passes from this earth, I'm going to do a lot more bike riding. Yeah, because it's just it's a lot of fun to get to here and there on a bike as opposed to having to drive that stupid car. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, I drive as well for those distances or if I have to bring something heavy. But, uh, yeah, typically I enjoy the uh, cycling. I just went to... Uh, my friend Dan's place for a little barbecue before here on my bike. Oh, yeah, that's funny. I think I was there, too. And so was Oliver. Yeah, and so was Oliver. <laughs> speaking, of, um, speaking of biking, Fonz, yeah. do we have anybody that we know that's going to maybe going to come and talk to us about at least a third uh, partial of biking? Yeah, you know what? I know this guy, Gianni. He's a really amazing cyclist. <laughs> he's got like six bikes, seven bikes, and he's always cycling. And uh, we'd love to get him on, but he didn't con combine with his biking uh, swim and a run. So the reason we have Atali as our guest host today is our actual guest is none other than Kaysel. Let's give her a ring. Kaysel, are you here? Whoa, our first actual guest, guest, host guest, if that's It thing. is so weird being on the other side of this. You have to sit during all the banter to be like, I want to pipe in, but you can't. <laughs> hey, Kaysalk, welcome yeah. to um, mine and Fonz's FitCast. <laughs> you know what? You wear it well, Tali. I'm going to be out of a job after this. <laughs> no way. I can come on as a guest. Not a chance, Kaysalk, not a chance. So we're uh, super happy to have you here and, and chat with you about your recent triumph. Please tell our uh, 
faithful listeners, your recent triumph. Well, I just completed an Ironman race. Holy cow, an Ironman. That's like, I see the stickers on the back of people's cars and some of them say like, you know, 10.0 or 24 point blah, 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 26.2. 26.2 is nothing. 140.6. 140.6. You have the, do you have the bumper sticker for the back of your car yet? I should get one. <laughs> you should. What, I would I rather. Gotta, I got to get one. What about a tattoo on your calf? That's what the cool kids do these days. Are that's, that's really, I was going to get it on my left butt cheek. So we'll <laughs> see how that goes. Okay, Salk, just when I thought you couldn't be any more smoking hot. That is sexy. It's sexy. Girl. Oh, my gosh, Charlie. <laughs> you're, you're making me blush over here. <laughs> All right, Kay Salk. Well, I, would, I have a couple questions. This is a fantastic triumph uh, for you, and it's, it's super amazing. I can't even imagine the beginning of doing this. But first of all, where, where was this, uh, where did the triathlon take place? So this was actually like an official Ironman because when COVID first started, I was just going to do my own thing. But my coach, Fiona, who has been on the podcast oh, before. Hi, Fee. Can I wave Fee? to Fee? Hello. We can wave to Fee. She's amazing. She's wonderful. She found this Ironman in Bear Lake, Idaho. And it's okay. No one's going to know where that is. So I will tell everybody it is in the southeast corner of Idaho. And the bike actually goes into Utah. Whoa, you cross state lines. A double state Ironman? Double wow. state Ironman. I think it actually counts as two Ironmans. Ironman. <laughs> yeah, so like if you're doing, like, I need to do an Ironman in every state, you're like, I'll knock out two of them. At I'll just knock it out, yeah. yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, K-Salk, this was your first Ironman, correct? This is my first one. We'll, we'll, we'll do the full recap. It may be my only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. One is enough for any, any mortal. I got a oh. I got a text from your husband, and uh, the, the the it said, "quote I am fucking tired." Yeah, I did say that. That was only at around like mile one hundred of the one forty point six. So I, I, I okay, so I'd love to get into the specifics of the actual race, but I want to. Can I start off with a little background? What, why in the world? Did you get into triathlons in the first place? What was your moat? Yeah, so I was a runner for a long time. And um, I was a sprinter, actually. I never thought I would ever do, like, half marathon, a marathon. Like, a 5K was long for me. Mm. And when you start to get old, your body can't handle the running like it used to. Certainly so, not the speed. Yeah, when I turned the ripe age of 23, <laughs> <laughs> I decided... <laughs> I was getting injured too much and I was like, I need to do something else. So I um, was like, I'm just going to do a triathlon, see how it goes. I had to like teach myself how to swim. I remember when I swam 400 yards for the first time, I'm like, I did it without stopping. Um, and now I just swam 2.4 miles without stopping. So, um, but I really, I was like, I need to, I need to switch things up. Like my body isn't happy doing just running. So I need to do something different. Yeah, so, of, of the triathlon sports, like running is the most impactful on your body, right? Swimming sure. is the least. And okay. For sure. Well, let me get this straight then from a person that has never done anything of this sort. So you decided that running was too hard on your body. So, you so to man. amend that, you did, you combined not only the marathon, but <laughs> combined that with the swimming I and never, the biking. Because, I never. 
never thought I was going to do an Iron Man. When I got into this, like literally, I have said before, and people will quote me, I will never do an Iron Man. I will never do it. It's crazy. Most people are crazy. And I mean, it's true. It is true. Um, But I I worked my way up to this. Like it wasn't something that I decided I wanted to do without trying the sport out. I did a sprint triathlon first. (laughs) So, So running was too hard. So you put in two and a half miles of swimming and a hundred plus miles of biking before the running to make it somehow easier. I see. Okay. This is all making sense. I never sense said <laughs> it was easy. It was too hard on my body. Understood. God. Um, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That actually makes zero sense to me at all, but, <laughs> but that's okay. Good on you. So um, another question is then before we get into the actual, uh, the, the mechanics of your, your, your latest triumph, how did you, impossibly trained for this in the current times during COVID. How, how is that possible? Yeah, well, I mean, it was tough because pools were shut down for a long time. Right. And um, luckily my coach is awesome. She Bing. gave me some, Fiona, she gave me some dry land exercises to do. The running and biking was honestly the same because I live in an area where it's not like high volume traffic. I can go out and run and not get within six feet of somebody. Um, if I lived in the city of Chicago, that would not have been the case. Um, but really swimming was the only thing. And I remember not being in the pool for two months. I I did try to do some open water and when it was super cold out and it wasn't fun, but it prepared me well for my super cold swim. In in, in what, in what open water? Just out of curiosity. Lake Lake Michigan. Oh, yeah. Lake Michigan. When did you go to Lake Michigan? Like in June or May? In May. I was oh. out there in May. Wow. I usually said 4th of July is the time to go I after Lake Michigan. No, it was so cold. But I'm telling you, it prepared me so well because my swim was 60 degrees for the Ironman. So Ooh. it was like, oh, I'm used to swimming in like 55. This is fine. And you're pretty far north. What was the air temperature with the 60 degree water temp? What was the air? Oh, my God. Like well, if we're, if we're getting into this, the air temperature was 40. Wait, are we talking for the current one here? For the yeah. race, yeah. yeah. It was 45 degrees. Oh. Outside air temperature? Yes. Oh. And the water was 60. Yeah. So the water was nice and warm, and then you get out, and your hands start shaking, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Ooh, do you have, like, ugly race photos? Are you on the uglyracephotos.com website? I, sh- I will be once they get out <laughs> to the public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough well, spot getting out of the water when it's that cold and your face oh, is blue. We're, we're, we're obviously transitioning into the actual race, which I'm happy to do, but I was really hoping, Case Hawk, that you told me you trained for your swimming by have, being chest down on like a weight bench that's kind of elevated and just oh, doing yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the stroke? In the air. That was what I really wanted to hear. But anyway, let's get to the actual race. So freezing. Um, got it. Uh, what was different about this race after this COVID, how did, how did the race, uh, the managers handle it or what, 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 how did it work? Um, so this was like a race that had to be approved to do COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do a mass start. Like normally you would start in the water and just go, but they did like a 10 second. Individual. It was oh, more yeah. like five second um, rolling yeah. start. Yeah. Individual start, but everyone, there were only fifth and then it was limited. The field was limited to 50 people. So with 50 people in an Ironman going off every five seconds, you, you group up pretty quickly. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. a fast swim. 
swim conditions were terrible, so we really grouped up and we worked with each other to yeah, try to yeah, finish. Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, but in terms of the actual race, it was very similar to anything else you would find because triathlon and especially Ironman, you're spread out. You're not hanging right. out with people. You're doing your own race, and, and I felt really safe the whole time. So, so there was... so. At, go ahead, Fox. So with 50 people... Did they have as much support as they normally would on an Ironman? Because well, it, that's so really was, expensive. Yeah. Well, it was 50 people per race. And they had a sprint, an Olympic, oh, okay. um, a half, and a full. So in total, and, and then like some relays and stuff. So in total, there were like 400 people in oh, the okay. race. But we weren't all together at the same time because each start was separate. Right. Um, it was they, they. They did a good job considering the conditions, and I'll talk about the conditions soon. They were not fun, but um, it was great support, awesome support. Good. There, were, there. Were, it was a double loop bike. There were three aid stations, so you six aid stations total. The run had an aid station every mile and a half, two miles, like oh. a typical Ironman race. Um, it, I, I was really happy with the support. I have no complaints about that. And the volunteers stayed through some really rough conditions. So hats off to them. Rough conditions. Talk about this. Was it raining? Was it cold? What was going on? Wind? Smoke? Well, did you have like Western fire smoke? So, well, we did have haze, but I don't think that affected my race at all. But like okay. uh, you like, look to the other side of the lake and it's like, oh, it's a cloudy day. It's like, oh no, it's not cloudy. It's just it's, hazy. It's California burning. Um, okay. So the weather, like stole the show it was terrible anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that i hate cold uh-huh. i hate it i would prefer 90 degrees over 30 degrees any day well we get into the water and first of all our swim is delayed because the winds are so strong one of the buoys flies away <laughs> <laughs> like literally we're looking out to the buoy we're like oh this is a four lap swim and it's like all the way like halfway across the lake and they're like <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to use that buoy anymore. Because it's so, gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's what you call the Iron Man Plus. <laughs> pretty much. And so they're like, okay, we're going to modify the course, and you're going to do three laps, and then another, like, out and back. And we're like, okay, cool. That's fine. Whatever. And then and you're, we get you're, in. Are you, are you wetsuited here? Just, yeah, just we're wetsuited, and okay. we're freezing. We're gotcha. freezing because it's 45 degrees outside. Yep. The air temperature is 45. So we finally get in the water half an hour late, and... They said, right before we got in, they were like, okay, we're still going to do the swim because there are no white caps. If there were white caps, we'd have to call the swim. I get in the water. I start going the first buoys against the current. And, of course, there's white caps hitting me. (laughs) I'm like, where were these a half an hour ago? So Were you you pointing at them going, hello? What is this? White caps. (laughs) So in the middle of the swim, literally in the middle, they, they call it. And they're just like, actually, a boat comes in front of me, and they're like, actually, just do two loops and then go back in. And I'm already on my third loop. I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not stopping. I'm getting in my full Ironman swim. Like, they're gonna not, they're not telling me this. So I did like an extra couple loops around one buoy, and then I went in, and I was, I was close. I didn't get in a full swim, but I was like, 40, 50 yards instead right, of like 42, 50. Well, with the white caps, you're probably yeah, over well, the regular distance. Yeah. But who does that? Like, calls it in the middle of it. But I mean, what else are they going to do? Right. It's like they didn't wow. have a choice. So it rained the entire first three hours of the bike. 
Oh, 50 rained. miles. 50 it miles is, of rain biking. It was rain. 45 oh. and raining. Everybody's soaked. And I, I still think about this girl when I was in transition getting my stuff ready. I'm like bringing out my raincoat and my hat and my gloves. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to bring any of that. It'll be fine. Uh -oh. I'm still thinking about her. I hope she made it. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. She's still riding her bike someplace in Idaho. <laughs> or she may be in Utah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> or well, Colorado. Then, she might be in Colorado by now. Probably. She's probably good for her. And good for her because she's, she's tough. I'm not tough when it comes to weather. I needed all that stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't even end there. Because so it rained for three hours, and it was cloudy for two hours, and then the last hour of my bike, the sun came out. Mm. So I had to, like, take off all my clothes because then I was getting too hot. And then the run was great for the first half, and then two hours into the run, a storm with 50-mile-per-hour winds comes oh. in. <laughs> oh, so I'm running. So I'm, like, running against these 50-mile-per-hour winds. I'm like, I thought we were done with this. I like literally was not prepared for this at all. And I ended up walking two miles of the run because it, there's no point running against 50 mile per hour winds. Like you're wasting too much energy. Right. So right, right. for like 20, 30 minutes, I just walked because it was just raining on me and I was miserable and there was no point. Um, but then after that storm passed, I got to see the most beautiful rainbow I've ever seen. The most beautiful sunset I've ever seen. So it was like, it was worth it. Yeah. This exactly. was during this was during the race where you saw these things. So, oh yeah, this was still yeah. during the race because let's face it, I'm I'm still going here. I was gonna say the sun. So, so you're not you're not finishing uh, Iron Man before the yeah. sun sets. And, and let's and let's all and be I, quick. I would have I would have if it wasn't delayed the thirty minutes because of the swim. Oh, yeah. so that's right. fantastic. And, and let's all be clear, Case Hawk, you crossed that finish line. I did. I did. Beautiful. And, I, the first words out of my mouth when I was done was, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> they have, they have most people, that's most people's first words. Yeah. So give it a few days and yeah. a few days more, and then you'll be like, I'm going to fucking do it again. I'm going to Kona. Are you going to Kona? Yeah. I, I really have no desire to do it again. I'll be honest. Oh. We, can, we can follow up with this in a couple yeah. months, yeah. but I don't want to do another one. Well, I, for one, am uh, un, just beyond impressed. It's just something that... It, unimaginable to me. I also, Case Hawk, hate cold. Um, as maybe some of your listeners know, I was a whitewater guide for years, but I hate to be wet. I hate to be cold. It just stinks. And congratulations Wait, on your time out, time out. Let's, let's just dissect what we just heard here. Is a whitewater yeah. guide currently a kayaking guide? Yeah, and it's all true. We, we played last being week. wet. Yeah, we, we played disc golf the other day, and it was hot, and I was sweaty. I was like, let's go jump in the water. He's like, cool, we'll go down there. I'm not going to jump in the water because I don't like getting wet. Yeah, it's a dichotomy. I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a but, tough, it's a tough spot. But, but it, the only thing I want to say, other than giving superb props to K-Salk, is that Fonz, which sounds worse to you? K-Salk's epic triumph over weather, wind, cold, rain, and whitecaps, or our triumph today over mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. I mean, which one? Which which one? Like I wouldn't say we triumphed because I was crying like a bitch, but it was much more difficult than. Uh, than I, I think some mosquitoes are one of the plagues in the Bible, right? Yeah. As is wind, white caps, rain, biking, all the all, that, all the above. Speaking of which, I'm told uh, after the passing of RBG, sorry, we got to bring that in here. Oh. Um, the United States Supreme Court is going to 
exchange the United States Constitution for the Bible. So that's good. That's what's going forward. That's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's it. Ten Commandments. That's what, that's what we live for now, apparently. So, uh, okay, so I'll, I, I have one uh, another follow-up question for you, if you don't mind. So if we have any listeners out there that are wanting – so, so I, I apologize for my ignorance, but – uh, you've done many, is it, it's called half tries before? Is that, is that the right term? Half Ironmans. Half Ironmans. Iron 70, 70.3s. Okay, so if you have any listener, if we have any listeners out there that are wanting to transition from the half or 70.3 Ironmans into the full Ironman like you yourself did, what advice do you have for them? Um, it's going to be a lot more training. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't do it. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like you would think like going from 70.3 to 140.6, it'd be like double training, but honestly, it's more like just expect your training to expect your time training to go up a lot because really in order to do an Ironman, it's all about volume. So once you get into heavy training, it's just the more time you can spend doing each sport, the better. So your time is eaten up. That's why it was a good idea to do this during COVID because what else am I doing? Right. So, 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 so the, the fact that you couldn't do other things socially and otherwise was helpful to you? It, it actually was, I think. I really think it was because normally like Johnny and I would go to restaurants, we'd go to bars, we'd just be out drinking. And now I do a two hour bike ride and then drink at home. So yeah. Or to all of our listeners, or our bike ride. to all our listeners, as terrible as this time is, one positive has come out of it. Kay Salk was able to train and complete her first Ironman. I mean, that is something that we can all take heart in, for sure. Yep. As terrible as the rest of this time is. Take advantage of it. I mean, when yeah, else are you going to yeah. have this, this type of time? Bonds, what have you done to take advantage of your time in COVID? Oh, so you you can see in my Zoom, the background of my house is completely painted inside. Loving that. Um, I've been swimming. I actually have been working out more. Also, I've been drinking more. But I have not baked any bread like most people have. <laughs> no sourdough for you. No sourdough for me. Um, yeah, so, uh, no, I've been working out more. I've been spending some time doing, doing, doing the stuff. I've been busy with really dumb non-works life stuff like lawsuits and real estate and tenants and bleh, all that crap stuff but uh Boring. i've sort of put together a, a little bit of a like so the central market and whole foods both have outdoor cafes so like i've gone to the grocery store and picked up food off the shelves and sat outside i had a draft beer a couple weeks ago holy shit that was amazing that was like my first draft beer in months and months. So yeah, same same for us when yeah. we were when we uh, so after the race we celebrated in Salt Lake City by doing a bar crawl. Yeah. And uh, draft beer is interesting, isn't it? it now was, that you haven't had it for months. I, well, it was it was just so fun to do something normal, and even yeah. though we knew like it was risky and we're taking precautions now, it was like so nice to just go right. to bars and do a bar crawl. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and you and you were quite literally crawling, right, Casey? Because your muscles I, were. <laughs> I I jokingly asked Johnny to carry me, and he didn't pick <laughs> me up on it. I really wanted him to. So um, my triumphs in COVID times have been. Uh, uh, Casey, I don't know if you know, but I am a musician, and you'd think that I would be practice, 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 but I have any motivation. So instead, what I've done and gone, I've, I've played a round of disc golf 
almost every morning. I stay around four or five holes every morning, almost, uh, out on one of our uh, local disc golf courses here called Roy G. Guerrero Park Disc Golf Course. And it is known by many people as being one of the better disc golf courses, not only in Austin and not only in Texas, but maybe ever. And it's just a, a really good disc golf course. So even that, hole, even that hole with grandma's yeah. teeth on the left side? Yes. And the reason I'm saying all this is, is any professional disc golf players who need a caddy for when the world championships come to Roy G. Guerrero, this is your guy. I know that oh course boy. like the back of my hand. Just pitching this here. Just pitching. That's all I'm doing here. <laughs> Are you going to bring Oliver? Will Oliver, like, help caddy? It would take a while, that, that round of time. Uh, if Oliver comes, uh, he would turn a 13-hour <laughs> Ironman triathlon into a 68-hour death march. <laughs> well, maybe just have Oliver join for his holes. The last couple holes, right. That's right. I don't That's know. A- I, I feel like he could have followed me on my last couple miles of that marathon. <laughs> he would have been fine. So, uh, K-Salk, any, uh, any, any last thoughts or words or brags or whatever you want to say about your, 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 uh, your awesome achievement? Um, you know what? It's, it's taking me a while to, like, process it because – I had like time goals for myself and I didn't make those time goals, but Ironman is about managing the conditions. And when yeah, you have 50 say, mile like... an hour winds coming against you, like there were 14 people that didn't finish the race. So that's what I keep on thinking about. Like the fact that you finished and, and I finished well, like I finished fourth female, like that's pretty good out of yep. 20 females. And eight, so did 50 people and 14 didn't finish for, so it was their age group too. Like we, did you win your, did they have age groups? Uh, so the winner was in my age group. The winning female was a man. Okay. So well, age group. So I came in second for my age group. All right. She dominated. Very nice woman too. Her name is Casey. She was very nice. Oh, I know Casey. Yeah. Casey. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I would say that whoever, begrudges you for not getting the exact time that you were expecting under those conditions they can go eat a day oh no no one's begrudging me yeah. I'm just, I, like you know you come into it with certain expectations and then right. you're like oh this isn't gonna happen yeah, it's, it's, just it's, work it's disappointing at first but then you realize what you've been through to get there and and you're just happy to be done with it and happy that you never have to do it again yeah. cheers <laughs> cheers oh but you know what uh, uh, I want to make a little bet with Fonz right now. All right. We hear a lot of talky, talky, talky about K-Salk not ever doing an Ironman again. I got a 10 spot that says she does. All right. I will take even odds that she doesn't. All right. There we go. I All think right. she's going to do another one in her lifetime. She so, just can't resist. Yeah, that was a violation of the wire acts because we are literally in uh, different. Oh, I meant 10 live, love paddle points. Oh, live, love paddle points. Okay, cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Ten live love battle points that K-Salk does or does not do another race again. Well, awesome. You know what, K-Salk, so, so proud of you and so happy that you are a guest today. Um, thank you for answering all those questions. The words of wisdom being, don't fucking do this. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, think it's, I think it's a fantastic achievement, one that I personally would never get. And it's just awesome. I think it's just plain awesome. Just and, plain off. Uh, and post race, uh, you're just hanging out. You had, did you have your post race burger that you promised yourself? Oh yes, my my one request to my husband. Oh, and by the way, I had no idea my husband planned like so many awesome surprises for me. He reached out to all my friends, and like I had signs on the course that my friends had made, 
Um, oh, did you see my bean sign? I saw your bean sign. <laughs> I didn't, like, I was so, like, it was on the course, but I just wasn't focused on the sign. I was focused on finishing because at that point it was during the marathon. Yeah. And then, like, after the race, Johnny laid all, out all the signs. I was like, is that bean? That's bean. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I put that one out for you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Dur- during a race, it's yeah, hard. Like, people it was like- really rough. Even if there's just like one person with a sign that says "Go you," sometimes you miss that. Yeah. <laughs> so oh well, good. Yeah, That's, but uh, um, I I did get my burger because that was my one request was my bacon burger. Yeah. And um, actually, right after the race, we got locked out of our our hotel room. Oh, that's a great addition. And so I just had Johnny deal with it, and I sat in the car and ate the burger, and I was <laughs> so happy. <laughs> so I had difficulty now. So my first triathlon. I was so, cause I, you know, beforehand, this was a sprint, but I'm like, no salt and eat perfect and no beer for a month and blah, blah, blah. And then I finished the race and I raced to the parking lot and I had a bagel and a beer as fast as I could. And I'm like, Ooh, that was a mistake. Cause I was, my stomach wasn't ready. You were okay with the, the burger after? The burger I was good with, but I did turn down the beer, believe it or not. Because yeah, I, believe it. I was, re- I was really bloated. I, uh, I had two pit stops on the run, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. I so, uh, I, uh, You're talking about pooping, right? I, I pooped twice on the run for okay. those that uh, can't decipher what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Better so than on after, the bike or the swim. Well, def- oh, well, on the bike you just pee. Let's face it. You, you learn how to put it off to one side. So did you have a little brown streak going down the back of your leg and off your heel? No, I did not have any brown. Oh, I, took, I made some pit stops. Oh, you pulled off. Okay. Yeah, I pulled off. So my <laughs> times are a little longer for those couple miles, yeah. but it was worth it. But then I realized like, oh, I probably shouldn't eat anything else during this. So yeah. let me just get, get done with it. And then that storm came and I'm like, oh. <laughs> did, you ha- did you have any moments with any of the racers as you're, I don't know, just like, what's happening here? Some sort of funny exchange or oh, looks and glances? Yes. yes. During the swim. So I don't know how many triathletes are listening to this, but you normally don't talk to other racers during the swim. They were like up and just like trying to deal with conditions. We're looking at each other like, what the, like, fuck, what the fuck is, is going, going on? on? Like literally, <laughs> we're like, what is, like, we're supposed to race in this? Like we're all just like, what is this? Um, so we were we were talking on the swim, and then when when the swim got cut off, some guy was next to me, and I was like, "Are you going to finish? Because I'm going to finish." He was like, "Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to." So so did people get ahead of you because they got they, um, they and got then during cut off? Like everyone was just like, "This is miserable." Yeah, we all got cut off. Everyone, no one finished the swim. I got we got closest to finishing me and some other guy. But because you were closer, and pe- did people like get ahead of you because they got cut off and got out earlier? Is, is, how did that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had shorter swims. That's what happened. They, That's yeah, BS. They had shorter swims, so they just got out. Yeah, well, but they're not counting the swim towards anything. They're basically taking the swim out of the official times. Oh, but and you, I wanted to do it because I wanted to do an Ironman. Like yes. if you've done, if you've done one before, you don't care. But if you've never done one, you're like, I'm doing this. So I like yeah. did a couple extra laps. Wow, that seems a little chintzy to me. I don't know. I, I think that that might have been a the, the race organizers dropped the ball there for people that were doing more swimming. But I mean, but but what were they supposed to do when the conditions are dangerous? Right. They should. They honestly should have called it. But at the time when the race started, it wasn't dangerous for them to call yeah. it. So I mean, honestly, what do you do? They're yeah. between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Well, 
the, the rock was the weather. The hard place was Kaysalk, who says, you cancel this swim, I'm going to be up your ass. because I'll you up, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm doing this Ironman, by God. I'll show you a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is amazing. So, Kaysalk, thank you so much for being our guest today. Um, so, are you going to leave or are you going to stick around for our segments? Oh, I guess I should stick around, right? Isn't that a weird question, being the host? You're like, I already have my favorite thing. Like, you don't... I got everything, guys. So let's, let's do oh, this mailbag. It would be super weird right now if you're just like, all right, yeah. see ya. I'm out. Yeah, see ya. No, no game, no nothing. Speaking Sorry, of a hard... Sorry, Tolly. Your show now. Speaking of a hard place, we've got our game coming up. Uh-oh. This is top so, Oh. Yep. So here is the deal. Um, this, of course, is called the K-Salk and Fonz FitCast with your humble guest host, Tali. However, we normally focus on physical fitness, of course, but today I would like to focus on mental fitness. Uh Um, So mental fitness is an important thing uh, to fight off all the diseases that can come into your brain, blah, blah, blah. And we all know that there are ways to fight... um, Mental deterioration, and one of those is by doing puzzles. And by puzzles, I mean crossword puzzles. It's a proven thing that doing puzzles, Sudoku, crosswords, various things help that ticker keep, um, that that brain keep, uh, not your ticker, that's your heart, but your brain keep mentally fit so you don't get all those weird diseases and stuff. So today, our game is going to be... Being mentally fit. Yeah, listen to me. Yeah. (laughs) Today, our game is going to be loosely based on crosswords, crossword puzzles, which I'm an avid crossword puzzler. In fact, my sister and my mother and I every day do a mini crossword and text our times to each other to see who wins. But that did means, you win today? Did you win today? Um, today I did win by 30 seconds. Thank you, but uh, we won't need to talk about that. I don't need to brag about that. Wow. I also won in disc golf, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired hearing about that. So, yeah. so um, just before we start the game, I think it'd be cool. Uh, by the way, Fonz, do you do many uh, crosswords? Never. Okay, talk. So, um, Johnny and I like to do crosswords before bed, but, um, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why we like doing it is because it puts me to sleep and like 90% of the time I'm out solid and he finishes it by himself. (laughs) It's funny. Oh, so you like have a team crossword in your Yeah, we've got it, we've got it on the phone. And so he'll do it on the phone and he'll be like, what's a four letter word for? And then like, next thing you know, I'm You're out, you're out, you're out. So just a, a, a tidbit of history before we start our game, and I promise this won't be too exhaustive, but the, so everybody knows, well, most people know, that the New York Times crossword is considered the gold standard of American-style crosswords. There's uh, British style, there's various styles, but American style is the New York Times crossword puzzle. That's like the gold standard, especially the Sunday New York Times. And it's an interesting little tidbit of uh, New York Times crossword history that from 1942... To 1969, a woman named a woman named Margaret Farrar was the editor of the crossword. She was the first editor of the crossword in New York Times, uh, and she did it all the way for those years. And she is the one who basically set the standards for the American style crossword that we follow today. She she just she basically made the way we do crosswords today. Uh, uh, the, she set all the standards and all the um, all the. Uh, all the, all just the way the clues work related to the answers. In fact, the current crossword editor of the New York Times is a guy by the name of Will Shorts, very famous in the puzzle world. And he said, 
and I quote here, <clears throat> Margaret Farrar, more than anyone else who established the American crossword rules and format and whose smooth, sensible, timeless style of editing, I still try to emulate today. And Will Shorts is a pretty famous crossword guy. He's done all kinds of great stuff. But anyway, so let's get to the point of all this. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the yeah. time for our game has been used. Should we move on to our uh, second time? So, no, 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 no. So <laughs> she set the style for the way that the clues relate to the answers. For instance, if the clue is plural, the answer is plural, obviously. If the, if the tense of the verb is in past tense, then the answer is past tense. If there's quotes around the clue, it means the answer is another way to say this, and so on and so forth. But today's game that we're playing is when the clue ends with a question mark, and that means it's going to be a play on words or a pun. And that's where we start our game today. So the way it's going to work is I'm going to give you the clue with a question mark, and you all have to figure out what the answer is. And um, I will give you one quick example of the way this works. Uh, so I'm going to give you the amount of letters. So this is where your paper and pencil, paper and pencil comes through. You, you I, make let me let me just say I had way too much wine for this, but That's I hope right. it goes well for fonts. It's, no, you're, you're going to be fine. So I'm going to give you the amount of letters, and then I'm going to give you the clue with the, with the question mark, meaning it's a play on words. And then you are going to, each of you get a chance to answer without any other thing, just except for the clue. If neither of you get it, if, and so if you get, the, if, you get, if you get it right off, you get three points, whoever gets it first. So, so Fonz answers first, maybe the case off next, and then you, you get three points if you get it. If neither of you get it, then I give you some amount of letters depending on how long the, oh, the so like is. the fourth letter okay. is oh yeah exactly right. and so oh, if, if, if one and then it goes back to the first person and if you get it you get two points instead of one and then if you don't get the other person gets a chance points. and then exactly and then if neither of you get it then then i give you a straight clue meaning no puns or whatever and then it goes back and forth till somebody gets it for one point and that's how it works and right. so uh, let me give you a quick example um if i said the clue is metal containers question mark metal containers remember this is a play on words here's the and thing said, is the hint boobies boobies yeah so, so cans would be the answer right not on this one. Oh, true. because it's because be metal container is it's a play on words metal container in this case it, the answer is or in other words the mind or the 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 rock that comes out of the ground is called an ore so a metal container the ore contains the metals mm. see the point it's a play on words oh well, we never would have gotten that yeah, we need to go yeah. this is, is going to be rough it is but that's all right don't worry if that was a kind I, of a harder one but here I'd we go i'd rather do another iron man in a storm but i thought no, you'll so, be fine you know what i'd have been much happier if the the <clears throat> clue was metal containers and the answer was cans and the hint was boobies Sorry, but that's not what it is. Oh, by the way, I have a, I have a pre, I, I'm going to pre, pre-fonds this one. Sometimes crosswords have more than one answers, but you ha it has to fit the clue and the amount of letters. Fonts. Right, I don't want to hear all this. Yeah. Here we go. Right. I'm, I'm keeping a score, so I will. No, I'm keeping score. I, I got it right here. I've already got yeah, the score. Yeah. All right, here we go. First off, case Just you, Fonz. Yep. The first, the first answer is four letters. So make your four-letter mark on your paper. What? I have to make a mark? Well, yeah. You want to you do the four letters. So you know how many. Yeah. 
Okay, so this goes to KSOG first. KSOG has the first and thread. And remember, these are all question marks, which means they're play on words. So, KSOG, house in the sticks, question mark. Oh, I know. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what it is. Logs? Good guess. That is incorrect. Fort, it's fort. Incorrect. Oh, no. Okay, so now I give you, now I give you each, uh, I give you the letter. Uh, a letter. So the first letter of this four-letter word is N. N is in Nancy. N. All right, K-Salk, back to you. I had way too much wine for this. Suck it up, triathlete. House in the sticks. Remember, it's a play on word. None. Okay, None. nope. Uh, bonds? <clears throat> uh, never. Okay, that's not four letters. That's five so letters. Yeah. Well, right. it was equally as, as valid as your answer, Kasoff. Don't be bullshit. All right, so now I go to the actual, like a more straightforward <laughs> clue. And Kasoff, you get the first shot at it. It is a house in a tree. Starts with N, four letters. Oh, I know. Nest. Yes, boom. One yes. point for Kasoff. Get it? Kasoff. House in the sticks. See, get it. I get it. See now, now, you, now you're starting to get the idea. All right, yeah, but go. I wouldn't have gotten it. Well, but that's you did get it though. You got a point. You did exactly get it. All, All right, right. score is Kasoff one, Fonz one. All right. No, Fonz has zero. All right, ready, Fonz? Yeah. This is for you. Um, Fonz, yours is a five-letter word. Five-letter word. Okay. Well, actually, Kasoff two. Make your five letters, Kasoff. Never. Sorry. And the clue is, this is kind of a difficult one. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going in difficulty order, but this is the kind of difficult one. So, four of diamonds. Four of diamonds. Question mark. Nicole Kidman. Good guess, but that's not five letters. Okay, talk four of diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best That's friend. why I guess Nicole Kidman has <laughs> not seen Moulin Rouge. Why can't we do a, a musical-themed crossword? Then me and Fonz would be able to get all the yep. answers. Yep, I got a point. Because, I get a point. Because this is, and Kaysal gets a point for... We singing. both get a point. One point. This is Tali's game. No mutinies here. We're not mutinying here. No way. Tali is the game master. All right, Kaysal, you five letters. Starts with N. Four of diamonds. Four of diamonds? Question mark? Um, five letters. Flush? Good guess, but no. Ah! Remember, play on words. So you guys are thinking, I'll give you, okay, I'll give you one extra hit before I give you, oh, okay, first of all, first of all, the first letter is B. First letter is B as in boy. Oh, B. Yep. B. Remember, Blush. Blush. remember, no, it's not your turn. Remember, it's, it's a play on words, and this is something near and dear to both of your hearts being from Chicago. But anyway, Fonz, or sorry, Case Hog, no, Fonz, back to you. Four of diamonds. Starts with a B, five letters. Play on words. Play on words, four of diamonds, starts with a B. The B I drew looks like a little dog head, so I'm going with Beagle. Nope. Okay, Salk? Give him a point, give him a point. Bonds gets good. a point. No, you don't get any point. You have to get the right. You know, I already, already pre-fonds this game. You don't just get to make up any word that fits. Beagle. Bagel. Um, Bagel. Wait, you said it's near and dear to Chicago? Apparently. To you two in particular in Chicago, but also many other oh, big cities. Us in particular. I was going to say the Bears, but we hey, that's a we really hate, good guess. We hate the Bears. Right. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Bears because. Nope. Of All right, here we go. 
Bonds, it's back to you for your more straight hint. You could be safe on it. You could also be out on one. You could be safe on one or out on one. Bases. Yes. Boom. Bonds get the point. Yeah. All right. Four to two. See what I mean? Four of diamonds. That's pretty good, right? Four of diamonds is bases. All right. Oh, four of diamonds because it's baseball. Yeah, see, you say that, by the way, my iPad just told me that Anthony Rizzo hit a solo home run in the top of the first, and the Cubs now lead the Pirates 1-0. to zero. All right. Nice. Boom. In this fake season, that doesn't count. It counts. All right. Uh, K-Salk, back to you. And there's only eight of these, by the way, so this is four piece. Uh, K-Salk, back to you. Okay. All right, this is a five-letter word. So put your five letters down. Got it. Okay, here's your clue. Place... Where one can go home and chill. Place where one can go home and chill. Question mark. Netflix doesn't fit. Sure it does. It fits anything. I'll give you half a point for Netflix. Doesn't fit. Place where one can go home and chill. Fridge doesn't fit. But I'm saying it. Sure. Fridge fits. F-R-I-D-D-G is one. But that's not it. It's not it. Fonz. Of course not. Fonz. I got it. Ready? Yep. North Pole. <laughs> you know, that's not as far as you think. First letter, it, it goes back to uh, K-Salk. First letter is I. First letter is I. Oh. Igloo. K-Salk gets two points. Man. Igloo. Pretty good, okay. huh? But Pretty if good. Fun, if Fonz didn't say North Pole, I wouldn't get it. I know. He, so he, you get, yes, excellent. Right. You get two points. I get two a points. point. Two points. Nope, zero points for Fonz. All right, so Fonz, back to you. Um, three letters for this one. Three letters. This is a, this, no, sorry, the clue is this. Stable diet, question mark. Stable diet. Hey. I know it. Yep. Boom, got it. Yep. Fonz, with three points. <laughs> See, you guys starting to get the hang of it. I knew you oh, were. You know what? Can I, I'm going to redo this. I'm going to go, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. Okay. Um, negative three points for Fonz. And actually, do that again, K-Salk. You might get some bonuses if you do that. Hey. All right. Back to you, K-Salk. All right. This is a little bit tougher. I'll give you that. So here is the – so it's um, – Two points for five, K-Salk. Nope. All right. Five letters. Five letters. Everybody got the little grid down? Five letters. And the yep. clue is hit back. Hit back. Question mark. This is a tricky one. I'll give you that. Oh, my God. I don't know because I don't know the context. Is it like tennis? Is it like a hit on the radio? Ooh. Um, Ooh, you're... <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, replay doesn't fit. Um, I'm going to say repay, even though that's not it. Good guess. Repay. Negative. Fonz? Oldie. Negative. Good guess. That's oh, a good that song. was a good guess. Really good guess. Okay. Because this is a holy um, song. Back, back, back to back to K Salk. I'm going to give you the first letter and the last letter. Okay. First letter S. Last letter B. B is in boy. B is in boy. First letter S as in Salk. <laughs> last letter oh, B is in boy. Hit back. I can't think of any words ever that start with S and end in B. You both are going to do, this is going to be a groaner for you. You're going to be like, oh. Uh, well, okay, then K-Salk, one more hit for both of you. 
It's, it's two parts. Two words? Not saying two words, two parts. Two parts. I got it, but you, you get to guess first. I don't have it. Bonds? Syrup, S-Y-R-Y-B, syrup. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what does that mean? All right, K-Salk, back to you. Here is your more straight up hit, K-Salk, ready? It is something you would find on a vintage music medium. Vintage music medium. So like a jukebox? A, C- a CD player? Ooh, even more vintage. <laughs> um, I would say like slow-mo, but... No. Fonz? Uh, I don't know. All right, because I, you get this one. I'll give you an easier one after this. Easier clue. Is it to me? Yeah. I, I'm going with syrup. S-Y-R-Y-B. This, that doesn't mean anything. All right, okay, Salk, here's your even easier one. Um, this might go at the speed of 45. Okay, so a record... Mm-hmm. Back. Oh, I got it. I got it. And it's not serum. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think you actually know. have it backwards, Katali. I think you have it backwards. I don't think <clears throat> I do. All right, Fonz, what do you got? I got, and I'm going to say it backwards because the two parts you have are reversed. This is the B side. Side B is what they called it, though. Yep. Side oh, B. The, 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 I the, would have, yeah. B-side, too. That's not how they said it back in the day. It's really? side A, side B. Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. All right, uh, one K-Salk, for five. K-Salk I, gave you two, K-Salk, I gave you two points. So nope. Why would you right. give her two points? She didn't get anything right. Well, right. She was, she well said he gave himself four. He, right. he gave us the four points for Cyril. Moving on, moving on. All right, we're to Fonz now. Let's see. Right. Okay, Fonz, your guess first. That's why R-Y-B. All right. Okay. The Jack of Clubs. How many letters? Question mark. Oh, it's good, 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 good point. Eight letters. Joe Stapleton. No, just Stapleton. Nope. Good guess, though. The Jack of Clubs. Yeah. Case Stapleton. goes to you. Two Jacks in the Hole. Joe Stapleton was the club. Jack of Clubs. Is this like an actor, like a musician's name, Jack? There are musicians named Jack. The Jack of Clubs. No. Jack White. But I, it, White doesn't fit. It's funny. Nope. All right. There's so a Jack in that movie with Tom Cruise. Jack Nicholson. Back to Fonz. A few good men. Back to Fonz. Um, the first letter is N. N. The third letter. How many letters? Eight letters. The third letter is C. N, first letter, C. Third letter. All right. Um, I know it. I'm going to go with um, N apostrophe I E C O L L. Does the apostrophe take up a spot? No. Oh, okay. N I E C O L E exclamation point. Okay, just plain no. All right, Case Hawk. Oh. Just is it is it Nicholas? It is Case Hawk with the two for the Jack of Clubs. Get it? Get it? Wait, how do you spell Nicholas where the fourth letter is a C? The third letter is a C. I said third letter is a C. Oh, that was a problem I had because all right, do yeah. over. Nope, I do over two for Case Hawk. That's a problem. Points. 
It is now. This is the first one that I actually got. Get it though. Has... Pretty good, huh? Kesok is winning ten to eight and a half right now. Nope. Oh, wow. We have nope. Half That's not even true. No, there's no half points. It's six for Fonz, and it is uh, five for Kesok. No, it's five. It's five each. In fact, it's five each. You're five to five going into the last All right. round. All right. Beautiful last round. Okay. Perfect. Well, back to Kesok. Back to Kesok. Ready, Kesok? This is okay. a six-letter word. Six-letter word. Put your little marks down. Oh shit! Why don't tell me what to do? Fonz, the pen you gave me is out of ink. Awesome. I can't keep turning. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Kesalk, your clue is, six-letter word, follower of God. Question mark. Follower of God. I got it. And it even fits. And Tali's going to give me points, even though that might not what he have is on this stupid little sheet. Nope. Can't do it. You'll see. This is, this is not a Fonz gets to say whatever he wants and gets points for it. <laughs> That's why I pre-warned him, but he might have it. Okay, Salk? Um, well, Jesus doesn't fit. Neither does Judas. So I'm out. This, right. this atheist doesn't know. Pass. All right. Fonz. Um, well, I think both of you will agree that I get the points being atheists in that the six-letter word, follower of God, is sucker. Nope. Good try. Well, come on. I don't Terrible. get points for sucker. Nope. All right, K-Salk, you ready? All right, I'm taking one point. Nope, no points. K-Salk, you ready? The first letter is D. The last letter is T. First letter D. Last letter T. Follower of God. D is in... Dog. Dog. T is in... Tolly. Tolly. Got it. I, I don't know. So let's, let's let Fonz have a chance. Oh, Rigby's licking my foot. All right, Fonz, what do you got? Don't you know it? Nope. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm moving on then. Last but not least. Don't you know it wasn't right? Aren't you going to give us... Oh, yeah, another clue. Okay. Nope. Uh, okay, the I last... Half, the, no, no, this is case. Salk. It's a half point. This goes back to case Salk. And here is the more straightforward hint. A true follower of God is not supposed to say this. Damn it. Yeah, that's it. God damn it. <laughs> One point for Kesalk. Get it? Follower of God. See, you guys are, you got to go with the play on words here. All right. Last one to you, Fonz. I got it right. It's nine nope, and nope. a half to mm-hmm. ten and a half. Nope, nope. It is now Kesalk has six. And Fonz has five. Ooh, this is a barn burner. Five and a half. Okay. All right. Here we go. Fonz, to you. This is three letters. Three letters. Hey, hey, hey. And the clue is useful item for your next trip. Useful item for your next trip. Question mark. Joke's on you. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) That's the problem. Unless you go with the play on words. Useful item for my next trip. Three letters. Mm, uh, useful item for my next trip. Okay. I, uh, I got it. I, I know it for sure. Right. Right? Like your dad. Okay. Nope. Uh, his name's spelled with two letters, but that's all right. All right. K-Salk, what you got? <laughs> so the answer is arm, because if you trip, you have to put your arm out. All right. Back to Vaughn's. Right, <laughs> Come one- on! 
Jaysock, you get a point. You get a point. No points. No points. I get a point. You get a point. All right, yep. Fonz, I will give you the – I'm going to just give you the middle letter of the three. Middle letter. Ready? So the middle letter or the second letter or the second to last letter or the letter after the first letter, whichever you want to phrase it. You the ready? One in the middle. The one in the middle. It's S. 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 Because I'm going to fall on my ass. I, yeah. Nope. Not it. Nope. I get a talk. One point. One point. That's okay. He got, I don't want him to win, and I, I think he should get the point. That's nope. okay. You got a point for arm. I got a point for ass. We're good. Yeah. Nope. Because you don't trip on your ass. You trip if, if you're going to go that route. That's just silly. Okay. Uh, well, but you do. If you've ever tripped on your ass before, God, Tally. You don't, you don't fall backwards. You fall forwards when you, you do you that. Can, you can. We're not, argue, all the time. we're not arguing this. Now, okay, so I'll, what you got? Useful item for my next trip is going to be an ism. Ism. Oh, I like it. That's good. I'm deep, I'm deep as shit. All right, Bonds, back to you. Um, here's the straightforward clue. This would also have come in handy at Woodstock. LSD. Boom. Oh, yes, good one. I know. They're all good. All right, so we, my friends and ladies and gentlemen, have a tie. Ten and so, a half. Nope, 12 and a half for Kristen and nope. 13 and a half for Fonz. No, I, am the, I have the score right here, and it's six to six. All right, so this means a tiebreaker. Which I happen to have. All right. All right. Here we go. Tiebreaker to see who wins. And we know on the FitCast that we like the guest to win. So I'm going to give Kaysalk the second shot at it. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm going to give her the first shot at it, actually. It's first shot. All right, Kaysalk, here we go. Here's your clue. It's First of all, it's three letters. Three letters. This one is the last one for the win. Whoever gets any points at all wins. The first uh, three letters. Here we go. School in the making? Question mark. School in the making. Igloo's already been used. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with that clue. Thank you. So has LSD. So has LSD. Okay, cool. LSD's already and used. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. School in the making. I'm gonna say poo. P O O. Good guess. <laughs> but no. Bonds. <sighs> All right, I'm going to go with uh, going on that, and I'm only allowed to change one letter. I know the rules. I'm going with pop, P-O-P. Pop, pop. Nope. All right, K-Salt. Like, pop, 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 Beautiful. What was the guy's name from Community? <laughs> Magnus. Mag- no. Yeah, he was the one who went pop, pop, yeah. His name was not Mag- Magnitude. Magnitude. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, whatever. All right. Magnitude. Oh. Pop, pop. First letter, K-Salt. First letter. R. R. Last letter, K-Salk. E. I'm giving you two of the three letters, K-Salk. What were the earlier clues? The only yeah, clue we it. had so far was school in the making. First letter R, last letter E. And it's not right because I already guessed that. Yeah, but that was three questions ago. But you didn't have the same answer twice. A Come row, on. A row, like a fish egg? Yeah! Woo-hoo! You got it! K-Salk is the winner! <laughs> row, like Roe versus Wade? No, like a fish egg. Like, like a, become a school, a school of in fish. the making. Come on, Fonz. But, but, in fact, Fonz, my straightforward clue for this one was went against Wade. Yeah, Roe. <laughs> oh, man. All right. K-Salk All right. Gets a point. All right. K-Salk. 
Ksalk is the winner. No, Ksalk is the winner of the game. Boom, boom, boom. What are you going to do with your championship? You know what? Tali is a lot smarter than I gave him credit. (laughs) Yeah, but he can't add. It's 13 and a half to 13 and a half. Ksalk is the winner. Boom, 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 boom. Congratulations. Well done, Ksalk. Even even your wine-soaked... Iron Man, tired body, all oh, got it done. Yeah, I haven't eaten dinner yet, and I'm already through an entire can of wine. <laughs> well, I hope I hope you all enjoyed that game, and I hope everybody does some mental fitness in some way by doing puzzles. If any way, brain power stuff is a good way to keep in shape. Fight off that dementia. Fight off that Alzheimer's. Did you make those up? Most of them. Oh, my God. Not all of them. Why is he so smart, Fawn? He's not that <laughs> smart. He, he's not that smart, but that's fine. Why don't Wait, we move you on? This ball. <laughs> Why don't we move yeah. on to the next segment? Okay. And our next segment is sponsored by Live Love Paddle. It is our mailbag. So oh, let man. us move on to that. I got I got a bunch of emails and texts um, from a lot of our listeners and. Uh, Kesal, you are welcome to stick around. Are you going to stick around for this, or you you got to go somewhere? Um, I actually have to. No, just kidding. I'm sticking around. <laughs> Good. I just saw you have a nice chug of your can of wine. So let me uh, hold on a sec. I got to go first with this bail I got. This is great. I can't okay. even believe it. Yeah, it's just it's just beautiful. So this comes from Emma Brown in Chi Town, a little town that some of y'all may be familiar with. Yeah, this is beautiful. Our, she's it's, a super it's, it's fan. Perfectly. She's our super fan. Yeah, previous guest. Yeah, and this says, "Kasalk, Fonz told me to say you rock, Kristen, but don't think that says enough. But I don't think it says enough. You're solid girl, amazed at your hard work and persistence, but in no way am I surprised." Oh, how sweet, Kasalk. Are you crying over there on the Zoom? That's so sweet. <laughs> Emma Brown, don't we love her? Wasn't she uh, a great guest? Oh, yeah. Well, I have uh, three. I, I don't have any comment. Like, she was I'll, a great we, guest. We, can't, we, um, we need. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say we need to um, have a follow-up with just, you know, post-COVID or further into COVID, see how she's doing. <laughs> There's no post-COVID. There's no but... post-COVID, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Fonz, on our FitCast, we should consider that for later shows. What's that? Oh, Having her as a guest on our later shows. Yeah, after we get rid of Kaysock here? On your later shows. (laughs) Well, do you think you could do like a double guest where Emma and I can tag team? (laughs) Oh, this is the the Emma Emma and Salk. Fit casts and the Fonz and Tal, there'd be there'd be a lot. We'd have to fight. Yeah, just we'd have to fight over our twenty one. listeners. We'd have to fight over our twenty listeners. Yeah, we would do a competing. One of whom is Emma. <laughs> Which and one would one is Tali. be a fan of? And another one. Yeah, is yeah, another one is me. <laughs> Let, you know what, Kaysalk? Why don't we just uh, keep our voices? Yeah, let's just keep yet. it. We can't. I'm good with that. that. I'm good with that. We can't afford to force that. I am. Uh, email from Zach in Chicago as well. Kristen, you are an amazing human, spelled H-O-O-M-A-N. That was sweet. I don't know who Zach is. Zach Ball? I don't know. I 
All right. We'll it says Zach from Chicago. We'll also, JP from Palm Beach, Florida. Thanks for inspiring me. I'm going to work my ass off to be as amazing as you are. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, you guys. Yeah. And you know well, what? Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And this one is uh, a bit dated, but uh, from Jamie, also in Chicago. Okay, Sal, good luck on your race. I hope it goes, parentheses, went well. Jamie from Chicago. Yay. Well, it, it went. It goed. <laughs> and it went as well as possible, given the conditions. It went as well as possible, given the conditions. Okay, <laughs> Sal, your, your ones and ones of fans out there love you. My my four fans, yay! <laughs> they all showed up in one place. No, I'm like really shocked at, cause like I had a lot of signs, you guys. Like I'm not a cool person. In high school, I was not cool, and so like just to see like all the people that actually pulled together and cared, it was amazing. Like I am so warmed. It's not just the wine. I mean, it is the wine, but it's also. <laughs> The warmth of love <laughs> coming from all of our all of our listeners and yeah, yeah so. I was I was shocked at how many people cared because this was a really selfish thing that I did like it, it really was like to train for this and to force your partner to come out and do this with you um, it's it's really selfish and so I'm looking forward to like not being the center of attention for once even yeah. though I love it I love it I do no but. of course. But, <laughs> no. Absolutely. Like, like and, just and, being like, okay, it's not about me anymore. Like I already, and you have an amazing husband. Did the thing I wanted to do. Yeah. You have an I, amazing I, I really appreciate the love who helped you through all this. And we are happy you're done. And our listeners are happy that, uh, you finished and everything went well. And, uh, and that we're, you know, Tali and I are happy that you are a guest on the case. Talk and Fonz Fitcast. Yeah. The Fonz and Tali Fitcast. Well, let's with, not with go K-Silk. that far. I don't want to go with that K-Silk. far. <laughs> you don't want to give him a little too much ego because uh, that doesn't end well. It's but, still uh, the case, Hawking Bonds Fitcast. I'm a guest host, oh, and I'm happy with it. He admitted it. Of course. Well, Perfect. Beautiful. So let us. We'll have him make up our games, though. We can hire him to do our yeah, games. Yeah, that was an excellent game, Tali. Thank you for putting that game together, buddy. That was uh, that was a fun one. I'm glad uh, I won. So uh, we will move on. Oh, really? He didn't win. He didn't. He didn't win. Right, and my it's 13 and a half to 13 and a half. It was a tie. So let us move on to our favorite things. Uh, Tali, do you know this? Uh... Oh, I'm well familiar with this part of it, uh, this, this segment, and it's brought to us by... Good Speed Cycles! Good Speed Cycles, these are a few of our, of our favorite things. Three-part harmony, that's never happened before in the history of the FitCast. And it may not have just now, but as we move All on, right. you thank you Good Speed Cycles for uh, sponsoring this <laughs> segment. Okay, Salk, I know that you didn't you weren't expecting this segment on the on FitCast. I know that you're just a guest and you didn't know this was coming. So I'm going to give you a chance to think of your favorite thing while okay. I do mine first. So I am going to go back to our previous talking about mosquitoes. And mosquitoes are a part of my favorite thing. That is so, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There is nobody on the planet where mosquitoes are at involved in anybody's favorite thing. Until you listen to what I'm about to say. Oh, man. So I love to sit out on my porch at night, hanging out with Oliver, enjoying the stars, 
enjoying the construction going two blocks away from my house, just loving out. But we live near uh, a body of water, so we get lots of mosquitoes, many, many mosquitoes, and they're very annoying. So I have bought these mosquitoes in multiple ways. First of all, bug spray. Yeah, you don't want to apply it right before you go to bed, right? You put it on, it stinks, and you get it all over your sheets, and nobody wants that. Long pants, socks, shirt, gloves, whatever, to keep your, because these mosquitoes are voracious, so you don't want to have, so yeah, you can do that if you want. So I'm, I'm just saying it doesn't sound like you like mosquitoes. But I hate also, mosquitoes. Also, but I'm, I don't but, think wait. they're that voracious. We're talking about Texas mosquitoes. They're little and but I they bite. Than feel. But they yeah. bite and there's they they suck. <laughs> Get it? Suck. Um, so, do you think a Texas mosquito can compare to the ones we had in Door County? If you oh my God, the Door County mosquitoes are mutants. Yeah, they're like dinosaurs, basically. Okay, but does anybody like getting by any size mosquito, whatever size it is? No. Of course not. So uh, let me get back to my favorite thing. So the other option was uh, my roommate decided to get a bug zapper. Oh, God, that thing kills all the good ones and the bad ones and everything. And granted, it did get deplete the mosquito thing a little bit, but it just was killing everything. And it's constantly zig, zig, zig. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. So we came up, we found this thing on the internet. It's a little container that has a blue light that attracts mosquitoes and a fan that sucks them down into it to a sticky pad in which they get stuck to and die and just the mosquitoes. And that is my favorite thing. It has solved the mosquito problem without killing every other bug on the face of the planet. My favorite thing is the blue light sucker sticky mosquito pad thingy all right that i'm gonna put that i can under, i can get behind that yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put that under i always categorize them i can put that in the technology or chemical uh, category so very cool market uh Kesog, if you are ready for your favorite thing you can go if you need a little more time i am happy to throw mine out there I know my favorite thing. What is it? Let's hear it. So my favorite thing is sunsets and rainbows. Sunsets and rainbows and... Sunsets and rainbows. (laughs) Whiskers on kittens. (laughs) They all fall in the same category. We'll put this in the whiskers on kittens category. Because during my Ironman, (laughs) when the weather finally cleared up, there was this gorgeous rainbow you know when you see both sides of the rainbow and it just goes up over the mountains and into the lake yeah that's pretty amazing that's what i saw you guys and i literally said out loud i was like why don't i have a goddamn camera because it was gorgeous and i didn't have a camera because i was running in the marathon of an (laughs) (laughs) it was just a reminder that like you should this bring your the, camera on all your iron. It was just my reminder that why don't you have a goddamn camera, you <laughs> idiot? It would have been soaked by now, but why didn't you have it? Um, it was just my reminder, like, of why I do it. You know, like, training for an Ironman isn't pretty and it isn't always fun, but you do it for that, like, finish line. And so seeing that rainbow was very symbolic. Like, this is why you do it. Like, you do it for the one moment where it's worth it. You don't do it for the moments where it hurts. Yeah, well, fantastic, man. This is—I'm starting to cry. I'm—I'm tr- I'm crying syrup tears right now. 
and Sir, it's, it's, syrup s-y-r-y-b yeah exactly syrup tears and, and it's just making me so happy right now knowing that uh you got to ride run into the sunset and and i i am also very happy for you that and that sounds awesome it's like a almost a forest gut moment not to but it's like oh there's the sky felt yeah. Like running. yeah uh but i would also like to say that um Whiskers on kittens are mostly good unless they're Anigo Montoya's, and then they're because oh, right. you. <laughs> you say that like Nigo's not sitting to your left right now, just being. Yeah, he can he's, hear he's, you. He's staring at me right now. It's, 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 <laughs> uh, yes, we are remotely uh, recording here. For those of you who are going to COVID call us out on this, I am in the office, and Tali is at my house in the backyard recording. But uh, we are socially distanced, so. And KSOC, you're in Chicago or home. I'm in, I'm in, I think, yeah. I'm I think home. Chicago to Austin counts as socially distanced. I yeah, think, probably. I, think. <laughs> I hope so. All right. I have a favorite thing. Thank you, Goodspeed Cycles, for sponsoring my favorite thing. What is it? Oh, it, it has to be because it's so second-level humor funny. It's the 10-second Joe Biden ad about Trump. Oh, yes. You sent it to me. And, and I just can't get over it. Like, I can't let it go if, if they say another podcast. It is wonderful. It's Donald Trump saying, if I lose, I am just going to disappear. You'll never hear from me again. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be gone. This is Joe Biden, and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You just write, Trump just writes his own ads for Joe Biden. You know what? I that was pretty approve, fantastic. I also approve that message. I approve as well. <laughs> approved. Uh, uh, approved. That was uh, that is my favorite thing. I'm so glad. I and didn't he post that on his Twitter? Yeah, Joe Biden. That was a Twitter. yeah. So he like like literally. It was just. Well, it might have been someone that just did that and like pasted them together. But he was like, no, I no, really approve. It, it was his campaign. It was his campaign team. Like yeah. someone just took that five seconds of Trump saying that connected it with the five seconds of I approve this message put those the, the video took less than 10 seconds to put together even though it was only a 10 second video it was beautiful so I absolutely love that and I am so happy Salk, that you joined us here we got through our game and tied 13 and a half each we didn't though but anyways, Joe Biden. Yeah, awesome. Sunsets and rainbows. Kama Lama Ding Dong. We are um, <laughs> killing, killing only mosquitoes and no other bugs. So if anybody happens to live near where I live, and I will put my address here live. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, oh, yeah, I know by. where that is. Yeah, come by. I have a sidewalk uh, chalk out there and uh if you want to come by and put a message put a message i put out sidewalk surveys and other inspiring messages so right now it says we are ruthless let's be ruthless on november 3rd. yes so that is what we will do congratulations kesalk on your um race and uh so happy to have you join me and tali on the kesalk and fonz vidcast does anybody approve of that message I'm Kaselk, and I approve that message. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs>